0: What's oh, up
1: everybody? Yeah. Back once again.
0: Hello. Welcome to
1: another episode of Two Guys One Blunt. And happy Croptober. Mm-hmm. To all of our happy harvest people, all of our farmers out there.
0: Tis the season to be jolly.
1: To be jolly, to be uh harvesting and reaping the rewards of all your work during the year. Props to everybody who got a bumper harvest, whether you were outdoor, indoor whatever you're doing uh the fruits of your labors now's the time to enjoy them and uh get to enjoying the uh not not just to enjoy them but you got to make sure that you put in the work at the end that comes once you crop to make sure that you can get the best expression for real
0: caring man that's
1: that's the thing all That's of the
0: all of your hard work can amount to like drying and curing that, it tastes like broccoli if you fuck it up you can it have smells like hay you can have the dankest best strain in the world that nobody even knows yet you could have gelato 69, gelato 69 primed yeah. and ready fresh off the plant <laughs> smells you're like oh my god this is gonna change change the, fucking change the world game. this terpene profile smells like hot sauce and blueberries which hey I heard of a strain. I didn't know where you're going with hot sauce, but low key, low key on the street. I heard there's a fino out there that a company I'm familiar with is growing. That this uh, OG smells crazy like hot sauce.
1: I don't know if I would be into that. I know. Although
0: people weren't into gelato either. And
1: garlic cookies, like some garlic cookies, does smell straight up like garlic. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of
0: people are just like, "Fuck that."
1: That dankness comes through when you smoke it, though, especially in uh, rosin and and, uh, other solventless hashes. Absolutely. If you have the GMO in that form, it really is funky.
0: Which, speaking of extracts, uh, a lot of these crops this year, apparently, are being put straight to extract. So, if you're used to Hmm. your $40 ounce deal come crop season, uh, don't don't expect that this time. This is going to be... one of the first years where a lot of crops are going straight to extracts no
1: no glut of flour this yeah, year. yeah
0: there's not going to be a two-year surplus of flour anymore the growers seem to have finally figured it out
1: huh well let's talk about one step that comes before the drying and the curing or actually is probably alongside the drying because uh, i was just thinking about whether trimigrants are still a thing because mm-hmm. trimming is a very important part of the process and most of our favorite flower companies do that by hand to get the best aesthetic result mm-hmm. uh, and you know that traditionally was the type of job that people would en masse emigrate to california for the season and go up to northern california um and spend their time there trimming for several hours a day and being paid in weed and cash and then go home at the end of the season with, you know, a good, a good, nice big sack.
0: I remember hearing you'd go out, you go out with a tent, you live on a farm for a month or two and come back with ten twenty thousand dollars $20,000 cash.
1: Whoa, that the, much?
0: Yeah, that's what, that's what I, the legends. That's from, why it became Murder Mountain. The huh? legends from Kansas City were, yeah, dude, you get, you know, 200 bucks per pound trimming up to a pound to three a day if you're a pro.
1: The carpal tunnel must be vicious. Dude trimming fraud, that What about weed. the
0: mental carpal tunnel? Like I just trimmed my plants. It was three baby plants and I was just over it after yeah. three hours. I was listening to like stoner metal. I put on some Melvins and it was just like super high and we're gonna like, go
1: live in a little bit and show exactly what that looks like. But did you did you uh weigh the results of the harvest? We could do that. Okay
0: kind of embarrassed it's not going to be it's not going to be anything worth bragging about but uh two you LEDs, probably, probably
1: want to wait till they uh you, you lose a little more of that moisture
0: yeah yeah two of them are drying i
1: always think like what's the point of knowing the wet weight of your flower i know it
0: just breaks your heart yeah
1: you're just and, gonna know how much you lost in <laughs>
0: exactly at the end but yeah Croptober. And trim- I don't think. I don't, is. Immigration still a thing. I don't see it. There's not the black market value that it used to be, pounds though, because of this extract thing. Pounds will be a reasonable price again. So power to the growers. Well, which is the black good.
1: market pounds of premium weed are still being sold for three and a half thousand and up. So
0: that's good to know.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, I thought you were going to say that the reason that a lot of these crops are going to go straight to extract is because there was that big freeze that happened in Colorado that a lot that like the main <laughs> manufacturer lost the majority of their crop or some shit.
0: Yeah, like that. I, I saw that. I saw that. Rest in peace. Welcome to agriculture.
1: Yeah. Welcome to big agriculture and, uh, dealing with mother nature and all of her wrath and realizing that best laid plans of mice and men can be swept aside by
0: i mean they had those one mendocino frost. fires last year too yeah and yeah. had some smoky ass ogs coming around it's always
1: get... it's always a threat it's that that wind picks up around that same time of year and they they get like a i mean down here we're definitely getting a second heat wave in la oh so yeah if that's at all reflected up there then the conditions are probably pretty ideal for brush fires
0: man just one disgruntled worker
1: flicking a a joint or a cigarette shit that's all it takes man it's just a little carelessness when we were uh, we were driving yesterday um down mulholland drive and and all that kind of area to like avoid rush hour traffic and take the scenic route home Mm -hmm. and we saw several areas that were like that they were like obviously just really dry brush and there was big signs saying no smoking thousands of dollars in fines don't even think about flicking anything out this window and you think like yeah all it really takes is some somebody mindless enough to do that.
0: I mean, I think I mentioned this on the last podcast. That I just learned that ashing out the window is considered littering.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it seems extreme, but but here it does we, make sense
0: in California. You know what? I'll hand it to you. I'm not gonna risk. Yeah, California is very
1: anti-smoking on, on the whole, anyway. Exactly.
0: So. But when I, dude, I've flicked out a cherry. You know what I mean? I've ashed out a cherry before, especially if it's a shitty roll joint or split. Yeah, just like
1: flick the whole thing out the window while it's just, still burning.
0: I'm just ashing, and like I'll just ash the cherry out. Oh, accidentally? Yeah. So I like, mean,
1: not a lot you can do about that, right?
0: Exactly, and that's why that's why I think I see that as being the biggest reason is if an ash can knock out the cherry and start a fucking fire, then mm. that's littering too, as yeah, far as I'm concerned. Consir- yeah, yeah, granted i'm from kansas dude it rains twice a week you spit on the ground that shit's gone but here in la like you ash on the ground you spit you pee or whatever the fuck that shit's there for goddamn all summer long baked into the sidewalk (laughs) that's what you're just looking at it all that's why downtown smells the way it does yeah seriously so california you know what you got your rules for a reason i got an ashtray in my car now which is fucking stupid but yeah hey because priuses don't come with ashtrays <laughs> you know
1: planes you you haven't been able to smoke on planes forever right but there is still an ashtray in the bathroom of some planes yep there's a no smoking sign over the ashtray and then you flick out the little ashtray
0: yeah what the fuck dude they haven't that means they haven't bought a plane since the fucking 90s
1: they haven't upgraded the or at least the restrooms haven't been upgraded <laughs> exactly I've heard of some dumb shit happening with planes recently, but that's that's a separate podcast. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's, that's our other podcast that's where uh, two
0: guys one uh, Bernoulli. Yeah, it's
1: <laughs> where we talk about the aviation principles. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's pretty pretty get lifted. Hey, <laughs>
1: different kind of elevation. Um,
0: yeah, immigrants. I I don't see. Granted, there are still shady ass Mendo mountains.
1: Intrastate trimigrants, possibly, right? Like maybe people, younger people, perhaps from down south or whatever, hear about it. They have a hookup. They drive up. It's going to be a cool way to spend a month. You're out camping under the stars and all that good shit.
0: Yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah. Fuck it. As long as there's thirty percent tax on marijuana, there's going to be trimigrants because there's going to be a black market. Yeah. Like, sorry. What did we say? 30 percent of two billion is a lot less than ten percent on nine billion. Hell yeah! Because there was seven billion dollars in black market last year.
1: Yeah, it was it was majority black market. Mm-hmm. Was it nine billion? So, so two billion only was in the legal market.
0: Seven billion in the black. So, so nine total.
1: Barely twenty percent was legal market, and and when you think about it, we both work in the legal market, and, and we've seen it how big it is now. Like, it's much bigger than a year ago. And to think that's only one-fifth of what the illegal market is doing.
0: I know. I, and it's like, dude, I don't even see that anymore. Because we're so, like, why would we go to we're a We're kind of desensitized
1: shop? to it, I guess, as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think I've mentioned to you, I still make my way to the occasional sesh in search of particular strains or whatever that's true i'm always on my little instagram hunt for particular batches of actually flour. you're
0: right you're right i do follow that shit and it's fucking hard and that's why i yeah. appreciate the legal market that's why i grow myself because like fuck tracking these guys down fuck meeting them up like <laughs> i don't know
1: i mean it's pretty crazy like the i respect the hustle that goes into the illegal market almost just as much like, as many hoops as we have to jump through dealing with manifests and, you know, all of the bureaucracy and, and logistical nightmares that come into the way that things are working currently. The illegal people have a pretty crazy hustle to do all the shit that they do, too. Like, they don't have the same kind of challenges, but they have their own challenges that they're also overcoming and streamlining and handling as best they can.
0: True. I, I just, the reason I don't do it, and I tell this to anybody that I see at a weed shop that's like, well, we can get it for cheaper downtown. I'm like, do you really want to be arrested for weed now that it's legal?
1: Yeah, that is a big deal now because there's a lot of shops that are starting to be cracked down on a lot more this year, especially in places like downtown where there's such a high concentration of trap shops. Yep. And also, a lot of I think a lot of the people who go and... Will tell you things like that will give you that type of answer for weed it's like they're just like weed is weed man so like i can get it cheaper somewhere else Mm -hmm. and you're like okay well you know good luck with all of the non-compliance and the things that you're allowing yourself to be open to if you didn't do your own due diligence and research as to what you're
0: buying Mm -hmm. and even then even then you even if you're the veganic grower of the century like you're gonna come across something that something that could potentially ruin your $40,000 crop, that's your fucking child support that you need to meet. And like, well, you know what? Like this shit isn't being tested. So fuck it. Like just the fact that that's an option. As much as I want to trust all these guys, I also understand that like family comes first, bills come first. Like when you don't have any liability
1: there's a needs must. Kind yeah, of like I'm
0: on. not. I'm not gonna blame you, dude. Like that, yeah. and that's why I'm not gonna buy it. Is because like I not gonna do. You could get away with it. Yeah. I wouldn't blame you if you did it. I, you're still a fucked up asshole and you're poisoning people. But like, I understand it. Like, and that's why I'm not gonna do it. I can see how it would get there in the first place. How that trust would be broken. Yeah. Just having the option to no punishment, no punishment. Because nobody dies from smoking weed. Like, until lately, you know what I mean?
1: Until lately when we started concentrating everything and then you're giving people much higher doses of both the uh, intended ingredient plus all of the side ingredients that aren't supposed to be there.
0: Exactly. Yeah, and you got to know that even though you may be selling bulk flour, like that doesn't mean that the dude that just bought two pounds isn't going to run it and create that shit out of it without knowing and trusting you that your shit's safe and clean so I don't have to worry about pesticides being concentrated
1: yeah. yeah yeah it's an issue and i think the maybe it would be nice to see a little bit more of a a focus on not just solventless extracts but just like, like old world extracts like traditional temple ball hash and yes ice water hash and sure dry sift can keep evolving mm-hmm. but i think there's something about all of those like keith collecting whatever the case may be like you're still concentrating, but the rate at which you're concentrating when you do an extraction with a butane or uh, even CO2, like you just get such a high ratio of cannabinoids and nothing else. At least you're going to have, in Keefe, you have trace plant matter. In your dry sift and your water hash, you've... I mean, the only thing that has come in contact with it in the case of water hash is water, where, you, as we were saying, you lose some terps and, you know, a few other... There's, there's some downsides to washing your flour, but a lot of upsides to it, especially mm-hmm. in terms of purity and safety. Um,
0: I've heard water curing is the smoothest smoke of all time. Yeah, but, but that, there's no terps. There's
1: no terps. Yeah, exactly. So I th- I think I've seen that on a lot of forums as a way to like remedy a problematic grow, is that you can water cure it. And it's like, hey, say goodbye to flavor, but you'll be able to smoke it and enjoy
0: it. Exactly, exactly. Which I've never done it.
1: No, I I remember reading about it and thinking, even thinking how sad that was. <laughs> Just being like, I would never want to find myself in that situation, know. you know.
0: I feel like, but there, there has to be people that do it on purpose. If you're a water curer, hit us up. Like, yeah, if you got something to preach... Uh, we've got nothing but open minds when it comes to getting high um, in a clean way
1: exactly and i have very little personal experience with water curing so Same. i don't think i've ever come across any bud that was like that and Same. i don't think i've i've definitely know that i haven't had to rescue any bud like that so <laughs> i can't Same. speak from my own perspective but just from reading about it it sounded kind of sad and obviously like it is a last uh last sal- last chance saloon type situation a desperate measure to save your crop but yeah
0: i don't know if it's necessarily a last measure but it's nice to know that it is like it can be. it's a, it's a measure exactly it's an available option and there's probably a couple crops that i should have done that with really you know what i mean yeah
1: because you think there was still too much salt in them or just
0: fucking grass chlorophyll you know i dried it too fast or some shit like yeah, because I think more just because there was that hint of what could have been. And that's so much more heartbreaking than nothing at all. Yeah. just
1: Well, OK, so just to touch on it for those who are like unaware of the, chron- uh, the chronology of the process, like usually drying and, and, uh, and trimming, you can either dry first and then trim or you can trim while the plant is still somewhat wet and then dry it, it in a way that is going to be mostly the mm-hmm. final form and then move on to the curing process but the curing is the the penultimate process before the consumption basically Mm -hmm. so in talking about that let's uh we're gonna go live here on instagram and have a look at the results of the 2g1b garden harvest
0: number two guys number one blunt on instagram at two guys one blunt at two Uh, guys one blunt
1: so if you guys follow along on Instagram right now, you'll see what we're about to show. If you're listening to it, then you can go and, if you're in time, you can go and check out the live. Uh, so what are the three three strains? Three separate strains?
0: Three separate strains that are harvested. The uh, all greens is still, still flowering. It's fucking insane. Uh, but we've got right here some little nuggies. Let me grab my phone too just to light it up. Yeah, uh, these light on this. These are the uh, this is the lucky number 7 bag seed. Right
1: here. And this has been drying for
0: just just about 12 days now.
1: So, it's how many days of cure?
0: This is I I thought they were ready. They're not even This is still drying. Okay. I they still smell like So, we're in the grass. second week of drying. mm mm-hmm. Mhm so looking right, let's pretty bring good them to us oh you've got oh, a yeah, good idea okay, cool, yep cool. yep so that's lucky number seven uh pretty dense uh nothing like caked cookied up but you can see some shiny crystals in there uh yeah. and
1: obviously buds do lose a lot of like size and shape as they dry because there's a lot of moisture content when you first cut them down mm-hmm. so they don't usually look that plump
0: yeah. again but these but this is it, lucky number seven. Uh, potentially crossed with something else. This was the one I was most excited about. Yes. You know so smell. I'm gonna have you squish this butt, this baby bud, because like right now they don't smell like anything. But squish that and smell your fingers.
1: All right. So that's a tiny little nug there. Ooh. Okay.
0: There's
1: a funk. There's definitely
0: a funk. Fuck it up. I mean, crush that shit
1: yeah nope it's it's detectable <laughs> definitely smell the cookie yeah
0: that's what i smelled it i was like that's the first these are the first cookies i've ever grown successfully to smell the cookies that is very promising yeah i'm so excited
1: that could come along very nicely
0: and then here we've got the blackjack uh another bag seed technically an eighth seed gold coast blackjack some shit 25 five dollar and eighth weed Gold uh, oh, post? Yeah. Uh,
1: is this pre or post? Uh,
0: post post legalization. Post Got legalization. it from the pottery for 25 bucks an eighth nice. in a gold medicine pop cap jar. Okay. So it was pre phase three compliance. Right, before the July 1st <laughs> fire sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: With all the new packaging. So this is Blackjack. And this actually I can attest does have that even though it's uh, clearly still dry in the drying to curing transition uh you can already kind of smell on the back end a little like kind of deep blackberry black currant kind uh, of mm. smell
0: nice that would be the black domina perhaps yeah uh, and i know growing it i was smelling nothing nothing but lemon pine like pure that jack herrera that just terpinoline, so dominant so i'm gonna squish one of these guys one of my favorite terps just to get for real that's, uh, it's like caffeine. The more
1: that's what gives OG Kush that little lift, everybody. That,
0: just that, a touch.
1: That nice little, that yep. strong indica that's, feel. That's
0: fucking it. Ooh, yeah.
1: What's that? That's it's like such- a like a Ricola, like a Ooh. like a currant Ricola mm-hmm. candy. All
0: right, and so now the main event. This is this is the one I was uh, least amped about. I was okay. just actively talking shit on this probably halfway through harvest i was like yep and this one's just the fucking cbd weed just smelled like basic weed the whole time i thought just like yeah uh, you know just your typical looks pretty stringy hemp almost just straight up hemp terpenes so uh go ahead and open that jar i haven't opened it up today
1: all right just hold that
0: just give that a nice little smell
1: Wow. There's a lot of, uh, like a minty sweetness Mm -hmm. to that smell.
0: Like super stringy. You can see the buds. Yeah. Yeah. It's a
1: very loose blood structure. Like almost parts of those buds look like they could have been a male plant. Yeah.
0: It's very hempy. It's so hempy, but it is curing beautifully. It smells like
1: a really tasty chewing gum.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna load up a little bit of that in the bowl. Like we're gonna give that the first smoke. It's a. Uh, oh yeah. This is the CBD one, so it's three to three to Oh, two. this is the critical cure. Yeah. Nice. Three to two.
1: Uh, commonly grown by Team Elite.
0: Yes. It, so it's critical cure crossed with something else. I forget what the fuck it is. Cali. I think it's called Cali cure. Cali cure. A critical cure and some fucking OG. I forgot honestly i'm a dildo for not having it out but you can listen to one of the episodes i'm sure i mentioned it leafly is a
1: resource most people know about by now Mm -hmm. i'm sure if you look up critical cure or cali cure probably critical cure you'll be able to get some lineage on that and then if you google cali cure i'm sure the company that is growing it right now will come up
0: yeah airmosa seeds
1: cali cure uh, oh, you're checking now? I was saying to the listeners, but that's I know, all good, I know too.
0: that I've looked, and it's not on, it's not on it's Leafly. It's not on Leafly? No. The Cali-Cure yeah, or the Critical Cure? Critical Cure, definitely. But Cali-Cure okay. is just a one-time thing. My birthday, January 1st, 1910. All right. So it is a Critical Cure F3 crossed with a... Woo! critical cure og kush and girl scout cookie
1: hybrid awesome
0: that sounds fucking hot and we've got a uh, looks like two to one cbd on this one 15 percent cbd seven percent thc and yeah the reason i thought it smelled so basic uh mercine beta caryophyllene limonene and pretty, alpha humuline pretty Humuline. just humulene. okay just you know your typical dank Hemp smell, nothing, nothing to write home about, you know, nothing to be like.
1: But very promising, nonetheless.
0: Yes, yeah. I mean, it's classic.
1: There you have it. Those three strains all coming along, their own level of promise. Mm-hmm. Uh We got Dr. Goldbagel on the live. What up, Dr. Goldbagel? What's good? He wants to be. He wants to be in the live video. We're recording oh, an episode, yeah. dude. We're recording an episode right now, so we're doing a simultaneous we're being in two realms at once. Hell yeah. In the video realm, but you can enjoy this.
0: Have Dr. Goldbagel join in for the live the live uh, smoke sesh of our first harvest.
1: That's uh the Lucky number seven. That's a Girl Scout Cookie Cross with OG kush right?
0: Lucky number seven? cherry pie cherry which pie. I think is a girl scout cookie fino okay
1: cherry pie across the girl scout cookies and then the blackjack
0: on the yellow plate right there it's a baby harvest again uh, this was tap water and two LED lights not necessarily a uh, uh, an exercise on how to grow the greatest cannabis in the world but no. for those yeah, of that's... you that are thinking about getting started all that this took was some twenty dollar two twenty dollar bags of soil some bag seeds you don't even have to buy seeds just keep smoking weed you'll find seeds just hold on to just them and hold label on to them. them label them exactly and uh uh two led lights which are 70 dollars on amazon a piece so mm. 150 bucks all you need is a fan i'm looking for some hemp wick you don't have any on you do you i do nice dude doctor first all right so the inaugural first technically cure i'm just gonna say that this is i mean this is better cured than fucking anything else i got right now so the first hit of the 2g1b harvest about to go
1: down that, that
0: is approved that is fucking dr terps approved
1: dr terps let's hit it
0: <laughs> let's fucking hit it
1: all right um yeah so tell people like while i hit this the mm-hmm. uh yeah, just the fact that you weren't.
0: Oh, yeah, so. You,
1: know, you weren't out here trying to
0: grow I'm not trying to, buds. Yeah, exactly. You I'm, were just I'm, trying to
1: get comfortable with the process. Yeah,
0: I really. I appreciate that you understand it, because, like, yeah. it is. There is definitely this machismo to growing, it's definitely a contest, and I myself. Bro,
1: those buds look like shit. Yeah.
0: Dude. I myself would, you know, I'm not going to. I would love to grow the dank, fat, dense ass buds. And if I had the money, you best believe I would be doing it. But this is more of like my first time growing in Cali. I don't know what the temperatures are. I don't like to use AC. It doesn't cost like it costs too much money. Weird taste. Yeah. Uh, it might just be the <coughs> couple days of curing. All right. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. So it is only in the jar. Yeah, that smoke doesn't smell fun. It smells a little harsh. Yeah. Like, like green
1: it is it's a, it's a little uh, it's kind of like when you taste a, an an unripe banana mm-hmm. like, a, like it's still kind of too green uh, there you go you're getting a nice classic bong ASMR that's how we do it here at 2G1B and uh, what are your flavor notes
0: yeah no that's just that's just weed that's not cured yet <laughs> yeah so tune in in another two weeks but I will say it's not that <coughs> it's not that uh, scratchy Yeah,
1: (coughs) it's not smooth, but it's not like some like some weeds that we've smoked in Prop 64 era that you get in a pre-roll and may, you know, maybe they lied about the harvest date or the package date or whatever. And it just is disgustingly harsh, like (laughs) like you're breathing fire. Ow, not cool. Um, So I will say that for it. It smells good. It smells right. promising, like it's on the way.
0: Jump the gun a little bit on that. I just took a fat bong rip, though. Like, I feel it. It definitely got THC in there. Um, but, yeah, pretty disappointing. It smells a lot better than it tastes. So, again, folks, curing is the hardest part. Like, it smells great on the plant. You cut it. I've got one in the jar that smells good. Two drying because they don't even smell good yet. If I put them in a jar... It would trap that hay smell forever and it's that's depressing and it may already be too late i may have fucked it up still
1: for the people who don't know well i think you can i think you'll you'll you'll, you should be okay yeah you just got to keep very very on top of it Mm -hmm. um Um, just constantly burp them and maybe change the size of the jar put them in a fresh jar exactly that's
0: one thing i'm doing with this is uh curing them I'm just really paying attention this time, and I'm curing them in a jar where they fit about 80% full, yep. 80 to 90% full, because I yeah. d- do believe that like you can't cure a one nug in a giant jar and expect no. it to. You know, I, it may be just superstition, intuition, you know, but no, I feel you like have it's a sitting in that. In there. Yeah, and yeah. sitting in that stink. Like, I think the stink to air ratio should be much higher in the stink because you want it to fucking smell and start like sitting in its own smell and to where that like seeps into the plant itself. Like, I don't know how the fuck exactly that shit works, but I know that.
1: Well, what we do know is that you're trying to achieve a controlled off gassing of the chlorophyll. Mm-hmm and as much of the moisture as possible mm-hmm. you don't want to get rid of all the moisture yeah that's the tricky part and 55 to 60 percent right like, is the humidity you want to go for right mm-hmm. but it's relative humidity
0: that's for drying and then curing yeah. is like sick because i think the Bovida packs are 62 you can buy
1: 62 or 55 so i, th- I bet
0: 55 would be for drying yeah. fuck that's what i should do is just get a goddamn sealed box for because I've- if anything's going to screw this up, it's my lack of humidity and mm. temperature control. I'm again drying this in my closet. Yeah. And uh curing this in my and room. And no
1: fancy tricks. There's no mm-hmm. fancy tricks in the drying either. You not you don't have a bunch of whole of cool tools. Yeah, I'm literally afterwards. it's in
0: a closet door uh or it's in a closet with the door open and a fan blowing from the wall hopefully bouncing off of the closet door into the closet to create some flow just a touch of airflow Mm -hmm. and i the reason it's in the closet is to keep it from light because light will degrade it and make the chlorophyll stand out more yes and dry it out quicker like just keep it out of the light even if it's a bedroom light if you've been in a dispensary check out some of those that weed that's just been under uv lights for or just been long. under LED lights for two weeks, yeah. it's just like bleached and no bueno. So like, yeah. you got to keep your shit in the dark, drying, and curing. Uh, otherwise, but still, complete budget grow. Any of you guys want to start? I say, two hundred fifty bucks. You don't need a tent, even just a closet. Yeah. If it's white, even better. That it doesn't even have to the be. Mhm. I I got a tent. Those are going to be the most expensive part. I don't think you really need it. Uh. You can use man. or the
1: carbon filter is going to be the most expensive. Oh
0: one. yeah, see, I didn't do a carbon filter either. Yeah. We we can smoke weed in the house, so right. it's not like. But that being said, the uh, owner of the house does not know, and he comes in regularly. Right. He doesn't know that there's weed growing in that room yeah. because it's only four plants, and I've got a box fan in the window pulling the air out. That's mm. literally it, and just because they're four smaller plants, the smell is not it's not a thing but if you're in an apartment you know where it's illegal or you know if it's gotta be covered yeah i've had
1: grows that have ended with two plants where they were stinky as fuck whoa but growing in a tent Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. yeah this my tent's open yeah
0: for the airflow because i have no climate control so the tent's open fan is blowing in between the lights and the plants out of the tent. Hmm. So it's just blowing the air directly towards the fan. That's just sucking all the air out of the room. So just judging by living in the house, uh, I'd say 90% of that smell is going out the window. Like, but when the fans off, it's a different story. That room is stinky. Like that yeah. room stinks. I can't yeah, yeah. turn the fan on <laughs> the box fan in the window. It exactly. Is. You're going to need to
1: keep the air going. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's essential that you do all of these things because if you want to smoke the end product, even if you don't care about getting a big harvest, you're going to need to make sure you do a good do- as good a job as you can drying and the same for curing. Mm-hmm. Because um, if you don't take those steps, the end product is just really not enjoyable.
0: And w- that this was six months in the works. You know what I mean? I watered yeah. this uh, every day to every three days for yeah. six months. And that's just it's not just watering folks it's pretty simple but it requires more work than watering so yeah all of that work to just go into something that doesn't taste like fucking shit (laughs) it's
1: caring for plants ouch yeah
0: yeah Uh, that's the art that's what that's why we say it's the hardest part i've grown six years of harvest and i've hit the cure right two out of 12 times you know what i mean and that's just because i have no climate control
1: yeah yeah yeah, definitely having a an a, a isolated area that's dedicated to that mm-hmm. allows you to do a really good job, and that's obviously a luxury that not a lot of us have.
0: Yeah, get, so. a, get a life, right? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but so far, so good. And we'll update the people again when they're further we'll, along, another couple of weeks, maybe. Exactly, We'll check yeah. back in, see where we're at.
0: We'll give the old CBD another shot.
1: But this is these are the steps that people are gonna go through to you know grow their own personal supply to mm-hmm. experience all the joys of what we've talked about many times like craft cannabis, um, really just reveling in all the smaller details that take your bud to the next level.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. you can you can always do the McDonald's. You know the McDonald's is gonna exist out there. And, Somebody's gotta be it. Um, the Bud Light, you know, you were saying that is Lowell, is Lowell Cannabis Company, right now shooting for that, for mm-hmm. that Bud Light audience. Um,
0: I feel like they are. I can't help but think that. I mean, they're
1: MedMen, so it definitely the comparison stands up from that angle for Did sure. You just say
0: they are MedMen, or they I mean, in- them
1: and them and MedMen are in. Bed? In bed together, yes. Yeah, it's a giant orgy of them and some other companies that are all under that.
0: So, maybe Lowell umbrella. is the Coca-Cola and Medman is the McDonald's. Yeah, potentially. Uh, but, what my counter
1: to that was that Lowell does still tell you like, hey, this pre- pre-roll pack you're buying is 20% Orange haze, 30% OG, and 50% Blackberry, mm-hmm. you know? Whereas Bud Light or Coca-Cola doesn't tell you, like, what the blend is on the coca leaf or the or the hop. That's true. Does Bud, Has Bud Light ever done, like, a special edition Bud Light where, you know, they get into the they, finer details to try and appeal to the craft
0: crowd? They had some, like, fuck... I'm embarrassed to say that I know this, but I was in the craft beer. I was a, Why I still embarrassed? like my you craft like beer. beer. You know your beer. Uh but this is the Bud Light. They they did this like I think it was beechwood aged pilsner, whatever the fuck. Their lager. They aged it in like some like basically like plywood. You know what I mean? Like very light wood. And like it was cute, but like definitely a grab for the craft market. Yeah. So they exist and they probably what happens is like sam adams that started out as a small one blows up and becomes sam adams and then like starts their own faux craft beer line that they get sued for before Mm -hmm. yeah sam adams got sued because they're pretending that one of their offshoot brands double down yeah (laughs) it was double dip rather Mm -hmm. i wish i could think of the brewer's name but yeah it's uh i i think lowell just in terms of the mass production you it's really hard for me to see why you would want to expand so fast other than money you know like why would you not just perfect your thing then just keep focusing on growth 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 yeah all the time yeah like i think they may be preaching sustainability, but I don't think their business model is very sustainable. They're
1: right. Especially when <sighs> constantly scaling usually means, uh, a, like a downward uh-huh. slope in the quality of your product. Exactly.
0: Cause I could mention, you know, that there is the, there's something to be said about, uh, ubiquitous marketing. You know, there is just that thing where it doesn't matter if people even care about your product. Just the fact that you're in their heads, is all they need you know the fact that you're a brand that they know that exists like and i could say that mcdonald's business is unsustainable too but like they're not going anywhere you know they're at the top and they're just going ham
1: yeah going beef and they're
0: (laughs) and they're constantly adapting too like and that's all these big ass companies bill burr had that
1: joke about like uh mcdonald's made their first mistake by trying to appeal to the healthy crowd by like offering a salad or whatever Mm -hmm. instead of just being like no we're mcdonald's we're not going to pretend that we're offering you some
0: healthy alternative i was just reading something about that actually how like mcdonald's is with their coffee they've now like tapped into this humongous market of like coffee drinkers mcdonald's was rated the number one coffee they beat starbucks no way starbucks was three dunkin donuts was number two
1: i mean maybe that says more about mass <laughs> consumer taste rather than <laughs> than anything else yeah,
0: no this was like people agree like mcdonald's has legit drip coffee headline people agree people agree nine <laughs> out of ten people agree mcdonald's this study, four out of five
1: doctors recommend.
0: Yeah, this study brought to you by Ronald, Doctor Ronald Dr. McDonald, Ronald. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that guy.
0: But yeah, I, I, the.
1: Well, I mean, what does the equivalent look like for a cannabis company, and and maybe, maybe you could say that like a LOL or a MedMen is going to be the first to get there to that apex. Um, yeah. In terms of like front-facing commerce to consumers, because you're bigger cannabis companies are your fucking terratech and your altria and all of those companies you know um shit what's the big canadian one till right canopy oh yeah canopy yeah that's another big one you know like all of those but they own like arcview they own things that are way down the the uh the tree of, mm-hmm. of cannabis business and they're way up there in the in the skies.
0: In the shadows.
1: And in the shadows. <laughs> un- undoubtedly lurking. Um, but I think that the... I, I can't see which is going to be the, the first brand or the first entity to take itself and blow up to that level. Like, Medmen is obviously aiming for that, but we know that that's only on the surface because pretty much unanimously the feedback is that people don't like going there
0: it's like Wal. it sounds like walmart
1: yeah and they have the highest prices a lot of the time for mm-hmm. the same product mm-hmm. so not only would you be supporting smaller business by going to the mom and pop store but you actually get a better price so the incentive is there for both i know uh, but as
0: every greasy salesman ever said there's a sucker born every minute oh and absolutely. when you live in a state like california and Where weed is legal there's a tourist that comes in well, every minute
1: now probably even more so than ever before uh i was at a demo the other day and uh yeah there was definitely a lot of out, of out of towners in and just listening to some of the questions and some of the the way that they asked about certain things you know that certain people are like very informed but there's a lot of dumb people out there who will mm-hmm. just buy anything you know i <laughs> don't know any better and i guess in a way, there's that ignorance is bliss when it comes to that, you know, but you should know what you're getting into because if you have a, if you haven't smoked California weed before and you've smoked wherever your local weed is and you've never, you know, had some real dank, you're mm-hmm. going to feel it. It's going to be a, a heavy experience. First so
0: time. here's my comparison from the craft beer world It's like, dude craft beer is not where the money's at no like there's money in it now right and like the great ones are and it's only
1: recently taken like a little piece of the market share yeah oh it's
0: the last 10 years the craft beer market has just fucking blown up right but uh the thing is bud light's making the money they sell so much goddamn beer and like when i'm watching somebody you know I, like oh this belgian is mm, the best beer that came out this year and like six people buy a six pack of bud light next to me like th- there's a part of me that's just like oh shit you don't know what you're missing out on but yeah. at the same time like these people are but it is doing, just that they yeah. have their reasons
1: they don't know what they're missing out on
0: they don't know what they're missing out so on. so
1: there's no there's really nothing that's to a, miss out on yeah
0: you know? yeah they have no idea
1: it's a weird schrodinger's cat situation Like, uh, they're missing out, but they're not missing out because they don't know that they're missing out, so they can't Mm -hmm. be missing out what they don't know.
0: I think they're just so used to, like, beer is bad, so it should taste bad, but I just want to get drunk.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, maybe just the last part. Yeah, exactly. I'm just drinking to get drunk, and I've always drunk this, so I'm going to keep drinking this. I think brand loyalty is a big thing, and that's what cannabis brands should be doing their best to build now Mm -hmm. for the long term is to try and take that – because you have to think a lot of these California brands, the idea is to be covering first North America and then globally, you know, as as grand as that sounds right now, the idea is to get there. So you want to create the recognition that once you go to a new territory that doesn't know all about your products already, that they see the name and they're like, boom, I know I can trust that. That's mm-hmm. a reputable company or they make good shit.
0: Mm hmm. So, That's why the whole Cushy Punch thing was so fucked up, because they're getting all that from the black market, that dude, brand I'm recognition. i
1: so much fallout from it. Again, a demo that I was at, and they were offering Cushy Punch uh, for a dollar as a tag, as an add-on to any purchase at the dispensary.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. Like,
1: how much of a signal could you be willing to show that you're trying to get rid of it? Whoa.
0: I, I've heard that they've, like, recanted. They, like, came out and were just like, it's... Uh, they found an old storage facility. Well, we
1: we said that, right? We, we, yeah. said, we mentioned that on a podcast, saying that that was their rebuttal. I guess a lot
0: of people are buying it. Uh,
1: I I don't know. I don't know. I think it remains to be seen.
0: <laughs> yeah. To be fair, though, I am kind of biased against Cushy Punch. I've just never been a fan of that company. Yeah. I will say they're advertising those billboards, that photo campaign that they did three years ago. Amazing. Effective. Yeah. Uh, amazing.
1: Well, they know they're one of those brands that they know their core clientele and they know how to get to them and they know what's what's going to please them and they just stick to that. Mm-hmm. It's like when you go, you know, a musician who's just always going to stick to plan A because it's cushy and it's comfortable. The green day. Yeah.
0: The yeah, green day. Exactly. Of and you know mean. what you're going
1: to get every time. You don't need to worry about being surprised. You can pick the record up off the shelf every time and expect it to be more or less the same. Mm hmm. Whereas, you know, for fans of Radiohead, we like to be surprised every now and then and, and taken down different turns and alleyways we didn't expect. And that's the same for craft consumption. When you like craft beers, it's because you like what's different to the mainstream, different to the norm. So you, you're looking for a different offering. And the same goes with, with weed, you know? Mm-hmm. When we're looking for Gelato 69, the Eternal Turp Quest will continue. And uh, it's it's really just now, especially now, like here in California, we're blessed with so much great weed. It's it's really a flavor chasing game.
0: Yeah, why would you not? Like, why would you like? No, thanks. I only smoke OGs, oh, unless it's yeah. medical. I guess medical. It's got to serve its purpose.
1: Or you know whatever. If you're not in your safe space, I get it. Like if you if you really are like that, and you just smoke one or two strains, and then you try a strain you're not used to, maybe you're just don't know how you're gonna handle yourself in that situation. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it but hey take a couple nugs home try it out when you're in your safe space and then tell me what you think of that flavor because i can't think why you wouldn't want to um, whether you're (laughs) buying from the illegal market or whether you're buying from the legal market is you know if you're smoking for pleasure like flavor is a big part of that and especially knowing that terpenes are are having a big impact on what you're feeling. Mhm. It's interesting to try and play around with that.
0: I know? know. I just see so many people settling for like and that's why LOL is
1: doing okay. That's why that's maybe why like going back to that people do comfortably sit with that Bud Light model. Mhm. Um Yeah, cuz to be vape fair, vape pens you said though?
0: Yeah, like I see people settling like they love their vape pens that just don't even taste like weed at all.
1: Is that really a convenience thing more than a it's gotta enjoyment be. thing though?
0: But when you have shit that is exists... cuz we know
1: full well that that's not really the full experience from most vape pens. Okay, some of them are now starting to offer like live rosin and live resin. But... Yeah,
0: that's happening, but it's not
1: wow what did you misplace?
0: Dude, I got one of those air graft fucking things. I think it's probably in my bed. I've been using it. What's an aircraft? It's this, it's a vape pen that, uh. Oh, yeah! So it's a vape pen. <laughs> this is so stupid. It's like a dosis pen and a PAX pod combined. All in one. Comes, you got your little app for it. Oh, check that out. You wake it up by, uh. popping that on. Gotta
1: turn the Bluetooth on. Gotta turn Bluetooth yep. on preparing okay the app looks nice
0: <laughs> and you ready for this oh very cool
1: so you can lock in that dose
0: yeah you can lock in whatever dose you want two milligrams i just took two milligrams of thc but taste the shit taste the shit it's very slick.
1: Do you have to pull it out and then hit it, or? no?
0: You can just hit it. There's a little pack, little pinhole on the side. If you need the carb action, that's a one milligram puff.
1: Nice, dude. Yeah, that tastes good. What is that?
0: It is a blend called Lift Off.
1: Oh, okay, they got like. Is that what Literally they do? they're going showing for you the amount of effects.
0: terpenes you're inhaling too. So it's pretty cool. Between this draw, you just. Took in 0. 0.04 milligrams of beta-caryophylline. Gang. 0.1 of myrcine, humulene limonine, pinene, bisabolol. That's wild.
1: <laughs> I mean, I would... Uh, uh, obviously, the skeptic in me wants to query how exactly they're calculating that algorithm. Are they basing that just on, like, the strain profile that they've come uh-huh. up with, and then...
0: Each pod has a little, like... QR code in this little button uh, there's some some connectivity where it this actually this so tells
1: funny it, dude this is like one of the tech companies that I used to work for this is what they were essentially hoping to achieve wow. this kind of dose control this is
0: it They uh, yeah. each pod being different types of oil different terpenes uh, the pod tells the device what's in the oil so it's like the perfect temperature you don't change the temperature because it's the perfect temperature now that's something you don't get in alcohol
1: <laughs> yeah there's no
0: such beer that you can
1: drink like that or spirit even that you can sip like that
0: like some beers are perfect at 55 degrees
1: yeah but there's no app that you can connect to your beer and it'll dose you
0: <laughs> seriously what was that 1.5 nice Doesn't it, it tastes like flour it tastes like freshly vaped flour yeah
1: yeah, I'm, and that's something that I'm thinking about going back to, actually, is vaping flour again.
0: Yeah. Especially if I'm at home. Have you seen Omura?
1: Yes. Uh, in fact, my lady works for a company that partnered with them. Really? Yeah. Cream of the Crop did uh, did, did straws for Oh, for Omura. no, wait,
0: that's sick. That's the first top shelf brand. Yeah. I'd only heard of... Crew. Crew and Henry's.
1: Yes, yeah.
0: That's dope. Yeah. Dude, that's sick so let's do we have time to talk about Omara? i feel like yeah all right for sure i feel like this is a really interesting device um so for those of you that don't know what it is it's a giant dildo vibrator looking device (laughs) um it does look very sexual it looks pretty goddamn Mm -hmm. sexual uh and you take a cardboard No, getting around the sexuality yeah there's no getting around maybe it's just me folks maybe i'm just horned up today but it looks pretty sexual um and it, you buy cardboard tubes that are about two inches two and a half inches long yeah. little thin like straws that are pre-filled with ground flour for about 30 bucks for 12 seems to be the average price for yeah they call them sessions sessions and i think it's like 0.3 grams of flour or something like that in each one like not much Uh, 0.15 wow 0.15 um so you insert the straw turn on the device it like preheats vibrates when it's ready and then you just steady inhale and it just vaporizes the flour through this biodegradable straw also it is cardboard so it is very recyclable which i do very much appreciate yeah Uh, but the first that's the first problem i have with it is like it's a double-edged sword it's Mm -hmm. so sustainable that it i'm just like what is going to stop me from just buying these cardboard straws and filling up my own flour. why would um, i pay 30 bucks the way
1: so having tried one the way that it's uh loaded is when you have the finished straw and you take it out you tap it out and the bottom sort of it's so warm it's sort of like undoes itself it, it would be really hard to repack it is what i'm trying to say mm-hmm. i don't think you could finish a straw and then reuse it and i'm not sure you could very easily empty an unused one mm-hmm. and refill.
0: or oh, i just mean buying empty like buying them empty and like i'm sure somebody's so why, somebody's gonna do it well from china oh yeah you know what i mean, well, I mean uh just buy if the, you're that way
1: inclined it, i'm sure you can get it
0: around that's what i but the thing is i can see it being all it would take was all right i'll start a company that it's just like a cigarette rolling tube mm-hmm. you just insert your own flower and put these buy my own tubes if they're not going to sell them i happen to have these they're not exactly the same but they'll fit in your omura it'll all be like the uh, game cats of <laughs> it'll fit in your fucking gamecube and it's a hell of a lot cheaper but it's also a piece of shit but i would do a tube filler like why could you not have just some little like cigarette rolling tube filler <coughs>
1: Maybe that's something that they should consider down the line to mm-hmm. to have a more proprietary device. Cuz um, that's
0: I, until that happens, I'm probably not going to try it cuz I think that
1: Well, the only reason I tried it is cuz we had a sample one. Same same yeah. um, What was your what did you think?
0: I I love the concept. I think it's too expensive to start.
1: What did you think of the execution? Did you get to actually try a straw then? Uh-huh. Yeah,
0: yeah it was uh, I got to try some crew shit. I don't remember the strain but it was literally vaping flour. It was like the most convenient way to vape flour. I yeah. will 100% agree with that, that pre-packed little straws of flour are a brilliant way to uh, deliver cannabis. Like, that's... Everything else is not very portable or it's pretty messy. A magic flight is yeah. kind of annoying. Uh, like, everything Dude, is kind of annoying. Dude, I used to carry this thing
1: called a firewood, which is literally like a little wooden... looked like a little wooden walkie-talkie and had a little glass straw great. That's a magic flight, but sounds like big Yeah, it was, it was, all, flight, like yeah, it was one man van you, uh, from Connecticut. Did,
0: was it a battery? Was the battery built in? The battery was built in, so, so you was would a like button?
1: press down on the button and vape at the same time. So it's like it, when mod. it worked well, it worked so well.
0: That's literally an <coughs> e-cigarette vape mod, but for weed. Like vape, I guess it's a yeah, vape mod. I
1: think he's still doing his thing, Mark. If you're out there holler hook uh, us
0: up i'd love to try one. firewood
1: it was the v2 and he's such a dude that like i had an issue with it and i told him about it and he just like sent me out the next model because i was having some kind of charger whoa issue. he was like you know what i'm about to put this one out how about i just send you one anyway
0: good for him uh, he, i mean it sounds like he's following in the footsteps of magic flight that's the same they have lifetime yeah and except and you
1: didn't have to like take a battery out and exactly put it back in. exactly the magic flight was the first one i ever had it's always a great like that's that's Okay, so
0: you know, I thought you I was like awesome first okay, cool. vape. You know what I'm talking It's
1: about. so functional. It's like unbelievable how how uh primitive it is, but it works so and well. And they've been
0: around for so long. Yeah. People were on to vaporizing immediately, you know? Yeah. The volcano's been around for so long and it's yeah. still like the ultimate. You know, there's I don't think it still sets the bar, yeah. Yeah. The, the well, there's brown... that other
1: one, right? There's a there's one that's like a six hundred dollar vape that you can get, which looks like a spaceship, what, like a flying saucer.
0: I haven't. I yeah, don't think I've seen similar that.
1: similar principle,
0: but Damn.
1: claims to be even more superior to the volcano. Of course, if there is such a thing. Uh,
0: in the brown boxes, the classic box ceramic two with the glass. Hose. Yeah. You ever hit the boxes? Yeah, yeah, know? yeah.
1: Those are good. Those were cool the but Silver Surfer. Yeah, yeah. That was really good. Actually I considered getting one of those. And then I was like, I don't know if I need a desktop vape. <laughs> once, I like smoking joints.
0: Once I learned that you load the weed by sucking it through the tube, that changed my life. Cause normally you like load it like a bowl, but you can literally just like little mouth weed vacuum. Suck it onto the thing, yeah. It's like changed my and life. You
1: just got the glass-to-glass contact yeah. and the heat. It's great.
0: I had a buddy that could Convection always- over
1: conduction, people. Nice. Always convection. That's what you want. That's where the hot air is passing through the flower rather than hot surfaces touching the mm-hmm, flower.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what you want. Damn. I-, I had a buddy that could milk the fattest rips from these vapes. Like, yeah. I could never get it. Like, he just must have had lung capacity and finesse because like we'd hit the same
1: bowl so high <laughs> off of flower base, and it's a man. special high i remember yeah. some of that like it's blueberry a high that's what it is you it's, go it's a way, dry like way you get into the cloud yeah
0: and it's like cotton mouth like in munchies like you never you don't get this type of cut co- like
1: and people that's proof that vaping is a higher bioavailability of cannabinoids because you're getting more intense cannabinoid-based side effects
0: exactly dude 95% of 90 to 95% efficiency versus
1: 30 at best (laughs) 30 is very generous for smoking like the amount of side smoke you lose in a joint Mm -hmm.
0: not to mention a cherry is what 800 degrees or 800, something like that yeah. that's if you're incinerating keeping it at a good temperature yeah if
1: you're going wild it's fucking i hate when people go crazy hitting the joint crazy hard and then like just burning it up it
0: at- there's a perfect level that that chain of combustion that starts happening yeah but have and we you can discussed tell, cause the,
1: the flavor keeps going with you
0: have we wild. talked over the blunts actually do get you higher have you heard about that like there's some myth that was uh investigated a couple years ago where like Just because tobacco burns at a lower temperature and burns slower Mm. than a typical paper, blunts do get you higher. Right, because you're getting more. Yeah, less just pure.
1: Less less is burnt.
0: Yeah, for those of you that don't know, if you smoke anything with THC in it, that's burning it or a cherry. Either one, like if the bowl's rolling or if you're just holding a lighter right to it. Yeah. The temperature of that flame or that cherry is so much higher than what's needed to actually activate the cannabis and get it into your system yeah. that what happens to a majority of it, it is literally incinerated before it reaches your lungs. Uh yeah, like thirty percent at best is saved. That means seventy percent of the THC that you so care about that you're at the store penny pinching pennies over for yeah. that fucking thirty one percent. And then Preach. you're gonna go home and light up seventy percent of it to the fucking weed gods that you don't even believe in.
1: What? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Laid it down like that. Yeah.
0: I think I think that's a good way to to On close. On that note,
1: <laughs> I mean, listen. Hey, have a happy rest of the croptober. Make sure you dry and cure your plants for best results. Please. Be nice to all your trimmers. Make sure that they get taken care of. Uh.
0: Pay your growers too. Hey, your They're growers. the ones.
1: Support your local farmers if you can, if you're blessed enough to be somewhere where you know it's part of your outdoor community and culture locally, mm-hmm. go support them. Uh, and for those of us well, milk in the a, indoor market down here. If you
0: get an indoor grow selling baby buff, yeah. fucking go pick that up if it's a walk away.
1: Don't doubt some of those small nugs. Sometimes just as good, especially if the harvest was bountiful. <laughs> All right we'll be back very soon. We're now also on Spotify and iTunes especially as soon as I fix the RSS feed which you're gonna show me how to do yes um, and we'll be back talking more weed things very soon.
0: Yeah hit us up let us know if you have any requests or questions. If you want to be on the show hit us up. We might find a, we might have a space for you.
1: yeah tell us why <laughs>
0: <laughs> Tell us tell us why what what do you want? What is your purpose?
1: <laughs> all right with that all right. Until next time,
0: Doctor. doctor,
1: doctor, 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 doctor.